0: Visit chrissawyeranny maccom Email him at csawyer at mackcom or give him a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, and- Jimmy Jimmy you're muted buddy I don't know what you did over there your presentation is excellent you have not you have not stuck the landing unfortunately welcome everybody to Divided We Stand I'm Joe McGuire. he is Jimmy Battisti, and uh as you can see um Rehearsal went better than uh, than than this is actually going in real life, which is very unfortunate. Jimmy is uh, having some sort of technical difficulty. This was gonna be where he does his uh, start of the show rhyme. It's very good, and uh, we were gonna have this this uh, slideshow presentation along with it. and uh, yeah, for some reason, uh, no, not still not still can't figure it out. What do you think it is? It says that you muted yourself. Does that feel like something you may have done? And if so, I I guess I would be curious uh as to why why you did that. But anyway, uh we do have a lot of a lot of stuff here to talk about today. Obviously this uh war in Ukraine been going on for now moving into the 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 third week, day 15. And for obviously a lot of Americans, there's a lot of things to be a little bit upset about. We're going to we're going to talk through through some of those issues. Some of them are some of them are true. Some of them aren't. And I one of the things uh, Jimmy and I like to do is Jimmy and I like to um, sort through the details, figure out what is fact and, and what is fiction. And so you could you could expect very much that that's going to happen tonight. Big shout-out to Sander Arroyo Sanchez. Thank you for tuning in, my friend. Always uh, always great to have you listening. We're very excited for tonight's show. We have, uh, like I said, some some really um, in-depth analysis that we're going to break down here. And uh, there he is, Jimmy God, Benfisti, yes, everybody. America. Hello, hey, everybody. I'm
1: sorry. Was a,
0: that was weird. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: That was kind of weird.
0: That's technically, I might've been one of them rushing hacks. I'm telling
1: you what they, they heard about the show. They heard that I'm going to say some bad stuff about them and they're trying to shut me down. Damn it.
0: Do you want to, uh, do you want to do your thing? You want to do your, um, did the video play at all while I was, the video video played all the way through and I narrated it a little bit. No, I'm kidding. It did play all the way through. I was uh, hoping at some point you were going to break through. Uh, but it didn't you know happen. What? So we could do it again. I'm yeah, sure people it kinda, wouldn't it kinda,
1: mind. It kind of loses something when they
0: don't open up with it, don't you think? Yeah. No, so- come on. I, the people want it, don't they? they, they do. In the chat, all, right. uh, all the messages. Yes, everyone's saying yes. Uh, we want we want Jimmy to do it. Okay, let's do it. All right, wanna, here we go.
1: You want to play it again or no? <laughs>
0: You want to? Wait, what do you want to take it all the way from the top? No, no, no. That's all right. Here we go. Right. Ready? Do your thing. Right. Here we go. Day fifteen
1: of the war, and there is no end in sight. We worry about gas prices as you as the Ukrainians fight. Civilians are dying, and the Russian army is soft. If it wasn't for numbers, they would have already lost. What we see on TV is war crimes happening now. How much more of this will the world allow? Women and children are dead by rockets through the air. Putin is truly an evil man that just doesn't care. There is no American to blame for this tragedy. What we need now is a winning strategy. Sanctions will work, but they may take a while. For this crime, there should be absolutely no trial. All I would need is one rifle and one shot. Then we could all sit back And smoke some pot The Russian army is sloppy Uncoordinated and weak Their spirits are breaking And their leadership meek They are running out of supplies And morale is low Putin is overreaching And his economy will show The entirety of his nation Is bankrupt and worth not a cent This war and its cost Putin may lament There you go
0: that was beautiful. Thank you for that. And for the and for the presentation. Uh it seems the the, the, the audience likes uh they like when we do that. Put a little something something together. Uh you try know, I like little... it, you
1: know. A little yeah. try to be a little creative, creative. So but uh, uh tonight I really want to hit on a couple things. Uh first and foremost, I wanna thank Joe Biden for stop funding Putin's war after 14 days of buying oil. So, thank you, Joe Biden, for finally stopping that. So, that's the first thing. And, well, in conjunction with that, where are we going to get that oil next? Right? Are we going to get it from a country that is just born to hate us and want to kill us, i.e., Iran? Or are we going to get it from Venezuela, where the human rights violations just keep piling up every day? So I mean, where do we get this oil from? Like what what is the solution? And what should we talk? What should the government be talking about? So that's topic number one that I would really wanna I really want to hit on about the war. And topic number two is this. And this is a this is a tough one. This is a very, very tough one. The United States is sending billions and billions of dollars of aid and military equipment, i.e. stingers, javelins, etc doesn't that already suggest that we're already a part of this? And what is the difference between sending those weapons vice a jet? What's the difference? I don't see a difference in that. We're we're sending them weapons to shoot down their jets. Mm -hmm. That's no different than sending them a jet, in my opinion. So why, where is that, where is that line, right? And more importantly, why are we, kowtowing to Putin instead of putting pressure on him.
0: You know you you and I were talking uh, on the phone earlier today, and first let me let me say let me just point something out. You know your your uh, somewhat sarcastic praise of Joe Biden to to a finally. I mean, there was obviously a lot that that went into that, and a lot had to be worked out. I mean, it's everybody's known. For 15 days that that had to happen, you know, and, and it's a matter of and this is the problem. I think that we're we're sort of facing is you don't know what Vladimir Putin is going to consider a provocation. You you have no idea what he might take the wrong way. But you're right. I mean, we're supplying them with weapons. You know, you right. earlier today, I couldn't come up with the right word, but you're like it's a proxy war. And since 1945, there's been a lot of these, whether it be Korea, whether it be Vietnam, whether it be an Iraq-Iran war, whether it be in Saudi Arabia, whether it be in Afghanistan. uh, These have all uh, generally been. Proxy. Right. It's a U.S. funded side against a, a Soviet and or Russian side. And it's been that way since the United Nations got started in 1945 and with very good reason. Do you want to tell everybody why the United States and Russia are the world superpowers? We have the most nukes. How do you get the most nukes though?
1: We had the strongest economy. We had the innovation. We had the workforce. We had the ability to make uh, uh, these massive, massive destructive weapons that, you know, should never have been made.
0: And that's it. So this is a good question from Kimberly Chapman. Wake up with Casey, another great CMG podcast. Um, I'm going to do a bit a little bit later on, and I really want people to pay attention to it because you you may have heard some things uh, about pipelines being shut down Or the fact that we're importing so much oil per day. And a lot of the information I think people have been seeing is false. And so uh, I went on through here and and I have, at least I feel like I have, attempted to pinpoint some of the concerns that people have had and and do have. Because I think it's important. And I I think the, the, the number one reason why it's so important is, and I've been saying this since you jumped on the show with us, uh, a couple months ago um and I totally forgot what I was going to say cuz Kimberly just uh uh, uh a fair trade act there's listen there's no such thing as a fair trade act let's be honest here there there really isn't there is um Again, I'm going to explain why why we're the superpowers we are and how we're in the predicament that we're in, okay? And what we're supposed to do about it. Because, again, if you were to hear certain media, uh, and there was even a Fox News reporter that was basically trying to get uh, Jen Psaki to say that she wants everyone to uh, get electric cars. Like, that's going to end the war in Ukraine. We, again, I mean, an absurd thought, you know, and and I've seen memes and I've seen other suggestions from Republican politicians that this Joe. is all no 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 that this is all part of the Democrats' plan to get us into electric vehicles and to slowly uh, t- turn our turn our 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 um, you know again to go green and 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 to to load up on those resources. And you and I sort of we want to see that a little bit. We think that's a good thing. It shouldn't it shouldn't be looked on as a bad thing, but again, that's not gonna solve our problems now. It's not gonna solve our problem six months to a year from now. So we we do have serious issues. The gas prices are are obviously they're out of control. And it's it's this is this is upsetting because for all that they're doing, Jimmy, right. And the, you see the, the price at the gas pump, and you're like, yeah, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to pay a little bit more, right? <laughs> Most people seem like they're okay with it. But yet every day we're seeing more and more Ukrainians killed. We saw a hospital destroyed.
1: And, yeah. and this has
0: been, you know, the Russians are, it, I, I heard a, a a Russia-US expert speaking the other day. And he said, you know, around the world, Ukraine is winning the information war. In Russia, Putin's winning it. That's it, yeah. Uh, he that's really all it. that matters. Yeah, it's exactly right. And so, while everybody wants it's... to stand with Ukraine, that standing with Ukraine is is tantamount to sending thoughts and prayers after a school shooting. It, it it doesn't it doesn't help the situation literally at all.
1: Yeah. So, so here's my question here: What should we do about it, and when? and when are all these atrocities these human rights violations when is it enough how many more children need to die before somebody somebody says all right screw it that's it i we're done like and there's only really one one country that always does that joe right you you're looking at it you know and, i mean
0: so and, how and, much and,
1: now we're I'm not sure. even, we're not even sending them what they ask and what they need, what we can. Right. We're, is Joe Biden really is Joe Biden really gonna be the guy that says
0: that's it? In your opinion, do you think that uh listen? If he wanted to do that, he would have done it already. You, your hesitation is definite. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, if he wanted to do, listen, this guy is is going out of his way because and 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 you you can't ignore this you're in an election year you're in a midterm election year so if I'm at the DNC right now okay nothing if if, if I'm brings in Americans there, together what, like war bro but but listen here's the thing though dude these people these guys know that they're in trouble you know look we just got out of Two really long wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. People don't really want to go to war again. That, that's in the back of everybody's mind. The potential for this to turn into World War Three is on everybody's mind. It's high, too. The, yeah. The potential is very high. Now, yeah. I I have the feeling that, and, and we talked about this, that the convoy sitting 17 miles outside of Kiev they they're there for one of th- one of three reasons as you and I came up with today either number one they are strategically in place to roll in uh as soon as the major bombing of kyiv starts but as as you pointed out earlier today you wouldn't have stuck them out 15 days out with we still don't know when the big offensive is coming so those guys are not in a good place nope the second all. option we discussed is the fact that they may be somewhat immobilized either ran out of fuel. We've seen large convoys before abandon and just run off into the woods. So it could be that. Trucks are breaking down. Right? All over the place. And being towed by Ukrainians with tractors, which is, uh, again, they're so polite, these people. (laughs) They're like Canadians with, like, attitude. You know what I mean? (laughs) They're, They're good people, but they will snap your neck off if they have to. The third thing is... That those that those tanks and a lot of this action that's happening and I realize people have died and, and so I, I don't want to dig in it, but I think he's kind of bluffing here. It's like, so, how much is he willing to do? He he hasn't. I mean, he could have blown this thing to bits days ago.
1: You know, I agree with it. I really do. I mean, the, the, the death toll right now really could be a lot more. Than it is right a lot more.
0: It's way too high beyond one. Yes, I think but. you'll agree. But in, in 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 you know respect to what we were expecting, what the experts told us where we'd be at now, very low.
1: Yeah, I I, I it confuses even me. And I think I like to, uh, I think I like to. Well, I think I know what I'm talking about a little bit militarily, but it confuses me very much. So why? That 40 mile convoy is stuck there because sheer numbers would dictate that they could just roll in and take sheer numbers. Right. But they're not. Right. I don't know. So I don't know what Putin's waiting for. Is he waiting for a provocation? Is he doing this so we get into it?
0: That's what I'm really kind wow. of
1: afraid of now. We didn't like, talk
0: about this earlier. No, today. I didn't. We I just did not. The, the fourth uh, option. Yeah. I he, mean, listen, he, right?
1: He's bombing, he's he, he's bombing hospitals, he's bombing women's hospitals while women are giving freaking birth. He's bombing schools, he's bombing churches, he's bombing where children are. But yet he can't roll in and take. He should have been able to by now, right? He should have. Is he waiting for an excuse to just start launching nukes now? Is he just, is, you know what I'm saying? Is he just pricking, just giving little pricks until the bear just says, you know what,
0: that's it. I'm I'm only going to bring this guy up because, and only because some of his generals have talked about it since, and it's in some books that we're going to be reading this October. But the generals who worked under Trump, have been very clear that have given the order to do something outland. They weren't going to do it, and I know that's a big deal in the military. And the fact you're even talking about that is mind blowing. I, I, you can just tell when when Putin's had his cabinet and his and his advisors on, and they're not really advisors; they're lapdogs, no, they're puppets. You could see that nobody's that into this thing other than him, and so. I, I do I do think that that we've got that going for us that the possibility of somebody stopping him if this thing gets to where he's looking to push a button uh or he's I, looking I, for his I honestly think down. yeah I honestly think
1: it, this will really really end if somebody takes and somebody might you know it's almost to the point where somebody from his in, from his from inside the Kremlin may just take him out There's got to be
0: somebody that wants to be famous, right? Oh, my God. That guy wouldn't be the most
1: famous person in the world.
0: Listen, your grandkids will know that guy's name.
1: Oh my God, my grandkids! Oh my God, everybody's grandkids.
0: Yeah, I sure. that's what I meant. I didn't mean, just yours, yeah. all of ours. Yeah. No, I mean whoever their that person. My grandkids, absolutely. Well, so here, this is a funny thing, and again, and this is this is why I think, and and you and I probably just aren't going to argue a ton on tonight's show. But I heard people like Lindsey Graham talking about, you know, uh, assassination, and I there were some people that were like, "Yeah, we can't." Oh, shut up we can't do that yes we can it's on the record books that we don't do it we do we've done it before and we'll do it again now's the time where somebody really should do it i'm telling you i,
1: I will take that responsibility and run with it my friends i will do it make sure my family's taken care of monetarily and i will help. i will gladly volunteer I mean, it's not really volunteer if we. uh, I'm I'm getting paid for it. Yeah, but I will. I will gladly do it. Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. So, what I think we're really going to argue about is this, Joe. Uh, When did the gas prices start really going up? Because it wasn't fourteen days ago.
0: No, it wasn't. It was. It was well before that. Oh, yeah, that is true. Right.
1: So, So. why is Gensaki going on there right now saying it's because of Russia? It's because of this war. It's because of this war. Right. And I don't understand why they just can't come out and say, hey, look, gas prices are going up because X, Y, and Z. We're working on a situation or working on a solution. We'll let you know. But no, why can't they just come out and say what everybody knows? It's not a secret. It's not like gas prices literally went up two weeks ago to the day. It was months. We every the entire country's been complaining about gas prices. Months. Right. So to blame the Ukrainian war or blame the, the, the war in Ukraine is asinine, in my opinion, for the White House press secretary to do. Like if is my memory two weeks long? Shut the hell up, dude. You know, we I mean, we,
0: we literally did though have the largest one week increase ever. Uh, from last week to this this week. so well, I, I, and you're but listen you're not you're not wrong to say that the prices have gone up and they've gone up for a variety of reasons, you know, including the supply chain problem. I mean that all, uh, any sort of transportation, you know uh, disruption is gonna literally affect every single industry because again uh, for for everyone that loves capitalism so much, supply and demand. It, it, it's, you know, there's a reason why they charge you more for gas in the summertime than in the winter time, You know, that is a factor. It might not be the most important factor, but it's one it of is. many, 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 many factors. Right. We've also talked about this. You know, over the last couple of years, Saudi Arabia and Iran were in a, a pretty, st- they're, they're enemies, those two countries. And they were in a why pretty aren't serious. We buying? That was going to be my next question, by well, the way. We, why we, aren't we, we buying it
1: from Saudi Arabia?
0: because yeah uh our pretend friends yeah i'm all set with them they they okay let's give it to iran that makes more sense i don't know that I, I i so so i listen i would argue that iran is no better or worse than saudi arabia as far as the the human rights violations You know, again, I would I would rather you tell me you hate me than pretend that you're my friend and then finance 19 hijackers to crash into the World Trade Center. I mean, I'm not I'm not afraid to say that that's what happened, because it is. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Yeah. And 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 I'll tell you what. And and shame on George Bush, who I was always a big fan of, but allowing the bin Laden families that were here in the United States to leave on private planes after 9-11 when everybody else was grounded was a terrible thing to do, you know, terrible thing to do. But again, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not here to indict anybody else. But my, my point is, is listen, the, these there's, there's a lot of reasons why we're in the situation we're in. Right. Again, we, it's not fair to blame one person, but this is all on Joe Biden's watch. Um, I think it was Ted Cruz. I was listening to earlier today was talking. I know Uh, was talking about the fact that, that withdrawal in Afghanistan could not have invited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're I, you know what? I, you know, I, I didn't. Incompetent. I, we I can't even withdraw. It right. It's, but I it's true. That was so it's fruit. true. But it's but, true. Yeah. It it was. Listen, I've always, I've always blamed Clinton for nine 11. The, the way we, we tuck tail in, in Mogadishu uh, the, the coal bombing, McCole, the Yemen, uh, the, yeah. the two right. I mean, there was so it kept we happening, and he kept running. I, I read a book in 1999 where Osama bin Laden called us the paper tiger. Yeah, he said, I, Every time the United States is faced with a tough conflict, they tuck tail and they run, and that's what gave them the audacity to pull off 9 11. It fell on, on W's watch that was 100% because of bill clinton and, and 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 it's unfortunate but you know in many ways i don't know if you know this too but um joe biden made phone calls to saudi arabia um and to uh some of the other opec countries yeah nobody took his call nobody they're they're firmly on the side of russia on this they're 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 trying to they're 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 Jimmy Cartering this guy. They're they're doing what they do to weak Democrats. Yep. 100%. I was going to And again. I, I don't I, I. So and I, I wish you would listen. I'm, I'm going gonna to call the spade answer. a spade. I like Joe Biden, dude, but he is he's backed himself into this corner. And uh, unfortunately, and I hate to say this, I do think we have to start preparing ourselves for this, but. Like you said a little while ago, Jimmy, how many more Ukrainians are we gonna watch die? I don't know. Before this is my before question. we before we have to with NATO and an alliance, we're gonna have to impose a no fly zone over it. Ukraine, which is also gonna mean that we are gonna have to shoot down hmm. Russian jets, and that's not gonna. I mean, and we're already doing it because Ukraine's using our systems and our weapons to do it they they basically at this point just need an american to be the guy pressing the button before it's like it's on yeah so like, i don't get it i, I don't really know, man don't.
1: you know and that's why I, I that's so here's the thing like putin says oh i'm going to do this if you and we'll do it okay okay we'll, we'll do this like why are we acquiescing to his demands why are we not trying to say look at you have 24 friggin' hours to pull at least half your forces out before I cut off all your supply lines, period. I will cut off every friggin' supply line going into that country. And we can trust me, period. Why are we acquiescing? Why is Joe Biden
0: that you, I don't acquiescing? know. Again, I, I would say I, if I were Joe Biden, I would say I'm setting up a no fly zone over Ukraine. I dare you.
1: It's something, something like that is going to have to happen for this to for this to come to an end. It really is, you know. I mean, and, and I, the more and more of this goes on, the less scared I am of a nuclear threat. Right? Number one, he's showing that he, he's incompetent. He he's showing that he doesn't like his army isn't is not good. I mean. I can say this on a military standpoint that it's not good. Like they're not doing one platoon that I've worked with could probably do the same job. Do you know what I, Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's ridiculous how bad they're just I don't I'm not worried about the nuclear threat. I I
0: listen, I, I to me, me I'm not anymore. Right? I just feel like more Ukrainians are going to die. We're going to you know, there's going to be some sort of operation where some American soldiers get killed before we officially get in, or like, why? Let's just bypass all that. Let's not have any more Ukrainians die. And and listen, on the other side too, I'll, I'll just say, look, I, there's a lot of Russian troops that don't want to be there, and for to those guys, and they're I feel terrible. Yeah, some of them absolutely. have just fled. They've just literally fled into the into the forest of Ukraine rather than fight. But the ones that are fighting that don't want to be there. You're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place, aren't you? You know, it's either to the gulag or you got to kill Ukrainians and neither is an option. You really want to you really like, want. Yeah. I mean, it's it's <laughs> terrible. So it's such a terrible situation to be in. Um, but I do think the likelihood of a direct conflict, it, it, it's it's so there that he, Joe Biden's going to have to call this dude's bluff. With the understanding that if he's not bluffing, it's on. Like Donkey to Kong, and we're gonna have to drop some missiles um onto uh onto Moscow. I don't I don't see any other way. But let's just say that we do. Who who's there to fight us? Nobody. Everybody's in freaking Ukraine. Oh, you know, it's funny. It's funny you say that because uh, a couple of days after the invasion, I said to my brother, "Dude, he's got like a hundred and eighty thousand troops in Ukraine. How big is their army? Who who's in Moscow? Who's in Saint Petersburg on guard right now? I would take my chances with whoever that is. Yeah, because because no, uh, if if it's if there is experienced as the clowns that are going to Ukraine, I think we got a pretty good chance. <laughs> I, I mean. I, I get the sense that if if they knew we were coming, that most of them would just abandon ship. It's not worth dying for. Yeah. And that's where I think, listen, I think uh, Vladimir Putin has grossly overestimated the nostalgia and feeling that Russians have for the Soviet Union and the Soviet Empire. I think he's got no pulse on, on, on his on his people. Not realizing that there's so much more hip and they get on the internet, they know what's going on out there. You can you know block what? it all you want, but they know. And and like your your BS can take you so far, it's at the point where again, I mean, you see the idea that he's got this war going on, there's been mass protests across Russia. that is unheard of, unheard of that, that would even happen. So again, it tells you, it tells you a couple of things. Number one, it tells you democracy and freedom is really a thing that, that everybody can get behind and that people everywhere are willing to die for freedom. And we should remember that because again, Jimmy, one of the conversations we had, and, and again, I, I would, I would say this to any liberal Um, I like AOC. I don't have a problem with the squad. I I don't see them as, as, as being anti-American. Uh, I don't, you know, some of the things they say and do are, well, you know, not well worded, but those people don't hate America. They don't hate America at all, but they also, they want to, they want to hold America's (laughs) sins against it all the time forever. And I, you can't live that way.
1: That's a fair it's, way to put it. Right. That's like, a fair way to put like, it. Okay, if if, it. I'll if I'll you
0: cheated that. on your spouse, and she took you back, but she doesn't trust you at all, what what do you have? You don't really have a marriage anymore. It was broken when that happened. You just go your separate way.
1: <laughs> I I so. You, you, you said this to me earlier that you, you don't mind them that you like them that you don't think they're they hate America.
0: They don't give enough credit for the amazing again, you know if for, for people who have never been to Europe, especially Democrats and liberals, they're like so great in Europe. it's like if you've, if you've never been to Europe, they're super racist. They're super racist. Go to any soccer match anywhere in Europe. I promise you if they're playing an African team or a European team that happens to have a black person on it, they will throw bananas at that person. They're extremely racist. That's how blatantly outwardly racist they are in Europe.
1: But yet
0: there was apartheid literally in South Africa. For decades,
1: you have these freaking six, seven idiots that somehow, I be, I don't know, somehow is now in the in in the United States Congress got elected to the United States Congress, saying that everybody in this country is guilty for something, everybody in this country owes somebody for something, everybody in this country is an oppressor. I, I mean, they literally changed the definition. Of the word racism, like, how do you
0: do that? Like, like, how the frig do you do that? Well, you're you're sort of. (laughs) I feel like you were sort of conflating the squad with the word racism being changed, and you're like, how did they do that? I mean, Webster's Dictionary did it. It wasn't like the squad did it or liberals or the liberal agenda. Like, listen, you know, we this is something else you and I talked about earlier, right? Just trying to soften the tone with people. You, you yeah. keep saying, you know, that you respect transgender people. You would refer to them by their pronouns in, in, in your mind. You don't biologically believe that that person's that sex. And you're right. Biologically, they're not because the chromosomes wouldn't wouldn't match the carpet. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> um, But you do it. And you, you always say you're like, does that make me a bad person? No thinking it doesn't make you a bad person. Speaking it to their face makes you a bad person, and for the most part, that seems to be what transgender people—they just don't want you to make them feel unsafe or like that there's something wrong with them. So just you know, again, words. So are here's important. my next question: Words right. are important. That's all I'm trying to say. And we just got to be. And no one's trying to because listen, there's a fine line. I, I watched a great bit from George Carlin, obviously who's passed many years now, but George Carlin. Said, I agree with so much about feminism. I love women. I think strong women, and you've said this yourself, the key to society, having strong women. Yeah. But when you start trying to tell me what words I can say or how, like you start to lose me, and I'm telling you, and I've been, again, I've been saying this since this show started, the Democrat, I I kind of stopped being a Republican. I joined the Democratic Party for a day and I was out literally by later that same afternoon. <laughs> because they're I feel like they're a well intentioned group. The, the, the words that come out of their mouth always make whatever they're talking about sound absolutely lunatic. You're you're like, What? Yeah. yeah. You know, also their fascination with issues that affect like a handful of people. Stop. Thank you. Stop. What the hell, man? Is you it? can't. You can't solve every last person's problem. And again, the 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 thing that here's how people take a lot of that is you're trying to tell people what to do, what to say, and and, and people are just going to naturally reject that. Oh, even absolutely. when I like I said, even and, when I mean, the, I, I'm
1: not worried about. I I mean, I honestly don't know if they're going to be there after November, or how many of them are going to be left. The, I mean. Seriously, they're they're I, I don't know if they're gonna be sticking around too much longer. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm not. <laughs> or I hope uh, I, I I yeah, I hope I'm not wrong. I hope they go away. What do you away. think
0: of what do you think of this statement? I'd like you to address this statement. We've Which always one? gone overseas for where to keep it from coming here. You you don't think that you and I actually had a conversation about that, and I surprised you because I'm not stupid. I, I see what you guys are seeing too, you know, when we talk about the shadow government, Jimmy, we're not talking about a deep state. We're talking right. about the what military they minds that are figuring. <laughs> sure, but they're they're, you know, I, I like I said, this is what I tell you. Pick it up from here. But when we were in Afghanistan and Iraq, and we've got a base, uh, you know, in 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 Europe, right? And and you could see, as you looked at a map, if you've ever looked at a map, people, you would have totally seen this. We basically had Iran surrounded. That's what was happening. We had, how close are those bases? One of the biggest bases in the world. Take it from there, Jimmy, and let people know. Sometimes these interventions that we do to countries, it's, it has nothing to do with the people. As nice as that would be, it's got nothing to do with the people, the, the Sunnis and the... And I, will, the I, will I, I, I will say this. I will say this. The The good that we did in Iraq,
1: right, was very... Real, all right, and it was a byproduct, and I'll say that honestly. I think it was a, it was just a byproduct of why we were there, right? It, the army needed something to do, so they built nine thousand school buildings that were never there, and now million now hundreds and thousands of children can actually read that were never allowed to read at all, namely women, right? Gay people now and transgender people now are less scared that they're going to die. Because before they were getting tossed off buildings. If you were gay, they didn't. You, you, so this country, trust me, isn't that bad comparatively. Now, why do we go overseas to stop And Kimberly is partially right. Right. We do go overseas and we fight over there. So stop it from coming here. Right. But that's only a, a microcosm of it. So Iraq was pretty much one of the last pieces of the puzzle. Now we have strongholds, we have military bases, we have military fighting war powers in every region of the world. We can reach out and kill whoever we want within a matter of hours now, instead of days. We are logistically positioned ourselves. If we really, really wanted to, we could just launch an attack and take over the world. We really could. Because we're just so strategically placed. And Iraq was, and and you know what? There's also this reason, and I give this analogy out to everybody that I talk to about why we went to Iraq. Terrorists, I'm going to equate to drug dealers. If you were a drug dealer and you were selling crack out of your house in the DEA, moved into your freaking garage or your backyard, you'd stop freaking selling crack out of your house pretty quickly. Well, we're the DEA, so now we're in the backyard of the terrorists. So now you see what I'm saying? So now we're strategically placed. We can, oh, look, we think there's a terrorist cell. Okay, send out a couple helicopters instead of bombers. Just a quick helicopter ride. Boop, 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 and people are dead. So we are now strategically placed. And it wasn't for oil. And if anybody keeps saying Iraq was for oil, Okay, I'm you need to stop. Right. Where
0: where's the oil? How come we didn't get any of we the even oil? Got it, we didn't even got right. a drop. We literally fought I mean we 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 did the Saudi Arabia war in 91. We spent 20 years there and like from 03 on if it was about oil, we'd be paying 30 cents a gallon. So stop <laughs> it people. Idiots. Yeah, it's funny. But yes, I mean we have
1: one of the largest airports in the world under our control in the Middle East. The airport is so large, it's one of like a dozen airports that can land a space shuttle. I don't even know. There's a very few runways that are big enough to land a space shuttle. The one in Iraq is. I know I lived there I literally lived on that runway. So it's a huge, huge benefit strategically, militarily for us to be there. And that's all it was. It's a chess game. It's not checkers. It's chess. We have strategically moved our pieces around the entire world. The entire world. Now, I don't I don't see a bad point in that. Except we are strategically placed around the entire world. We can help militarily, and yet Joe Biden won't do it. How many more freaking children are gonna friggin' die? And oh if they do you think that if they start using the uh chemical warfare like their intelligence has been picking up, is that gonna be the red line? Is that gonna be the line in the sand?
0: And I <sighs> I mean there Dave, I told you last week they've been using thermal uh thermal yeah, uh, what is it? trick or whatever thermal it is. Thermal biometric? It, yeah. Ther- yeah, thermal Biometric. that's Devastate it's a devastating uh uh weapon of war and, and a war crime. And again, uh you know, I, last week I I I heard something about they, they were gonna take this in front of the world court, and it's like, oh, I'm sure Putin's like Jesus. Someone's gotta really do something about this guy, and it's this is just this is pissing me off, quite frankly. I think
1: we're I honestly think we're gonna have to Osama bin Laden. In. We're gonna have to send the seals in overnight. And just go okay, <laughs> that's it. Game
0: over. Where's it's the masod when you need them? They're usually pretty good at that kind of thing. I, I I'm telling you, man, all you know what? I got some
1: boys in friggin' Missouri. <laughs> it's all we I need like six <laughs> of them, and we'll be good to go. You just <laughs> just drop us off in the middle of Russia. We'll find our way, don't worry. <laughs> oh man and they and these boys in Missouri will not hesitate to go.
0: oh I'm sure I'm sure. some people are just cut out for that line of work and I respect uh, that a lot I do.
1: Uh, are you ready to take your break we need to take a break and then uh, you get to hit it when we come back right? I sure will. all right buddy.
0: Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful and open relationships are the foundation of our practice Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC, is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. Last week, across America and on this show, we talked about the State of the Union draft. And across the aisle, we agreed that paying a little more at the pump in light of what was happening in Ukraine was totally worth it. But then we got hit with the highest spike in history. And all over social media, people have been complaining and even taking pictures of the price at the pump. It's frustrating for all of us. If you fondly remember the the gas prices at the end of the Trump administration, let me remind you, unemployment was still very high and people were working for because we were living through a pandemic. People weren't really going out. Supply and demand, name of the game there. Part of this rise in gas prices is the fact that, well, COVID restrictions, thankfully, are easing around the country. We're attempting to get back to normal. Of course, being on the verge of World War III uh, is the main reason for this. But real people in Ukraine are dying. This is one of the worst human crises we've ever lived through, and it seems like there may be more for the in the foreseeable future. There's been warnings of cyber attacks, more invasions of the Eastern Bloc. And President Zelensky's asked for a no fly zone over Ukraine. Putin said a provocation by whoever enforces it. So that's been denied by NATO and by President Biden. And that means more Ukrainians will die and their country will be destroyed. Gas prices are up. Food prices are up. We have a food supply chain issue. People are worried, and they should be, but the silver lining, the prices will stabilize in the near future for us, not for the people of Ukraine. Now, I assure you, no one expects you to buy an electric car or get solar panels. That's not going to solve this problem. But this should be the wake-up call that we've been hearing from both sides forever. We need to wean off our dependence on foreign oil. It's not good for us to allow dictators to have this much influence in the world. Did you know the United States is the world's largest oil producer? 12 million barrels a day. The problem is it's more profitable for oil companies to sell it to countries who need it as opposed to keeping it domestically. And by the way, the graph I'm showing on the screen is fake news. You've probably seen that in a Facebook post this week. Not true. We consume nearly 19 barrels a day. You see the shortfall. That's part of the reason why we import from the OPEC countries. Matter of fact, we import 55% of our oil, despite the fact that that number could be 33%. So we're forced to import all this oil from all these countries who are major violators of human rights. Just an FYI, the Keystone Pipeline is open. It's producing 200,000 barrels a week. The Keystone XL Pipeline, that's the one people think was shut down. That was never built. Don't you remember the Native Americans at Standing Rock a couple years ago? Eh, that guy. See, the oil would have been pumped in Alberta, Canada not the United States. The oil they produce there is called sand oil. It's bad for the environment. The process they use is dangerous and prone to leaks. And it's not used in the making of gasoline. It's not a good, it's not a good fuel. So, no, Joe Biden's not that stupid. He hasn't shut down oil production. If you read that on Facebook this week, fake news. No one shut down a pipeline. After a decade of not being able to convince the US government and the courts that it had a solid that it was a solid project, the Keystone XL pipeline was abandoned. The White House also reported this week, there are 9,000 drilling permits that are approved and none of these people are drilling. We live in the disinformation age. If you hear a story about Democrats trying to destroy America or that liberals are pushing their agenda on your kids, It's probably not true, or it's at the least overstating of the truth. I don't believe either side is out to ruin America. They're more concerned with keeping their corporate masters happy. The same people who tend to do really well in times of war. My point is, right now, Democrats and Republicans are working with the Biden administration to figure out the best move forward in Ukraine and here at home. This is going to hurt for the short term, but maybe we can pull through this like we did the pandemic together while pissing and moaning and fighting it all out on social media. (laughs) Well done, Joe. Uh... I thoroughly enjoyed that. By the way, this here is my favorite meme. Everybody on Facebook stopped being infectious disease experts and now... Uh, are super into the uh, foreign relations. Foreign <laughs> relation experts, yeah. Absolutely.
1: 100%. Hey, Joe, I got a quick question for you. Yes. Uh, when it comes to the XL pipeline, how many carbon emissions would that take to transport all that oil? How many carbon emissions would it produce transporting all that oil via pipeline? Mm, Zero. Okay, I... good call. Good call. Zero. A pipeline emits zero carbon emissions. All right. What are the amount of the carbon emissions it would take to transport that oil via train, car, truck, plane, boats? Probably a lot, a lot more than a pipeline.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So wouldn't a pipeline in, in, in all actuality be more green?
0: Mm, Jimmy, if 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 it's just about that, then I don't know. Again, here's what you're suggesting: you're suggesting an entire group of people are pushing low carbon emissions, even though it's worse than that for the environment. Then, I mean, why would anybody do that?
1: Your your president did. You know that, right? During but, the but,
0: entire campaign,
1: he the uh-huh. war. Right, he he declared on war on fossil fuels. Oh, on fossil fuels, and said fuel. we are going to go green. Right, Yeah, the entire. How is saying
0: how is saying we're going to go green? The
1: entire push was that, going that green, getting war? rid of our dependence on foreign oil. Right, that was his big push to get rid of 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 crude oil, of our dependence on oil, and to go green. We are
0: pumping as much oil as we ever have in am not Houston, saying United that States. I'm
1: not saying that. What I am saying is your president, my president, our president, our president. declared yeah. war on fossil fuels, no. and you know it. Let me tell you something. You know, let it. me explain. If let me tell you. Hold on. No, first of all, let me tell, you what, joke, you, Can tell you what declaring war is. Can I tell you what
0: declaring war is? It's sending troops in, into Ukraine. Let's be careful with the words that we're using. Declaring Touché, war so. is such a... You know, it that I I like that's one of the things about that that made me stop being a Republican. The war on Christmas that day when the whole world shuts down and nobody does no nothing's open. What do you mean war on Christmas? You mean because like, we don't want you to yell "Merry Christmas" to Jews? You, Come you, on,
1: you, you kind of mean like calling you a racist if you're just white. Even though you don't have to say a word. You're just white racist. No one's
0: ever called me a racist Um, because I don't say or do racist things and I don't support racist policies. Mentally ill
1: people, mentally ill people are now terrorists. People who threaten anybody is now a terrorist. I mean, we can go on about the wordplay all day because they both freaking do it. Right. And I'm saying this as a, as a conservative, as a Republican, that they both sides do it. The Democrats do it and the Republicans do it. Here's the difference. You're not calling, the no Republican is calling Putin a mentally ill person that needs help. But that's what you guys are saying. That's what the Democrats say when they call people who are mentally ill, like, i.e., school shooters. Because, you know, 99% of every school shooter has been mentally ill on psychotropic drugs, but neither here nor there. But they're mentally ill and they need help. All these social programs that the Democrats want, help, help, mentally help, mentally help. So now what you're doing is saying, you know what? We need to help Putin because he's mentally ill. Because he's, you know, that's what terrorists are. So don't talk to me about wordplay. The Democrats have equated freaking Putin to a mentally ill person. By calling them terrorists. Do you understand what I'm saying? And now you know. And now you know the beef that I had before this. With you guys calling everybody a freaking terrorist. And that was my uh, listen, biggest beef. Because now you I'm, just equated those people to freaking
0: Putin. You you and I are very much in agreement on, you know, when, when people talk about who the next Hitler is. Or the comparison Trump's just like Hitler. I, I, that is such an idiotic thing to say. Correct. 100%. and it and it's so it's so beyond the pale of being uh, an analogy that even has any any, uh, any credibility to it at all i mean you'd have to you'd have to wipe out a, a whole population of people before you're on the level of a hitler yeah like sending some <laughs> shitty tweets that but doesn't you know mean what? you're hitler it means you're but a you douchebag but how you're many not hitler
1: years, how many years did we hear the left compare trump to hitler for how many years? For all four.
0: And it was, a, it was. I, I, I'm i telling Despicable you. Despicable because you know I, what? I, I don't a like that. A year before he don't got don't elected, they were his it. best friends. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. He was their biggest donors. He was one of their biggest donors a Absolutely. year prior.
1: He gets Absolutely. elected president. Now he's a freaking Hitler. Come on, man. But we heard that for four years, Joe. That's my point. That's my point. The uh-huh. Democrats are so much more, I don't want to say more guilty, but they, they take it to a different level. They try to take it to a point where we're going to equate normal people with these. I these just I I don't even know insidious freaking people throughout history. And that you can't do that. You cannot do that. Well, and and I've said they both do it. And do
0: you know why you don't do that, Jimmy? Because then you look at a guy like Vladimir Putin, who aspires to be the next Hitler, and it's like, oh, that's what that looks like. While you were sitting there busy getting pissed off at the guy because he said some stupid shit on Twitter, this other guy, who really is that thing, thats right and has been very open about it, and, I mean, again, eight years ago, he did this before. He did this in 2008 during the friggin' Olympics. I remember George Bush having to go on to the Olympics with, with Tom Brokaw, That's right. When he invaded Georgia and he was like, well, at least you have to get out of there, Putin. And and Putin was out the next day. The next day, the withdrawal started in Georgia.
1: You know, what's funny. So we're talking about George Bush. We talked about Trump. And I can remember the two biggest things people said to me when they talked about those two people. They're going to nuke the world. They're going to bomb everybody. They're going to start World War III. They both
0: did an extraordinary job of keeping us safe from our our enemies. As sloppily as (laughs) as the work might have looked on paper, as sloppy as it looked, you you can't argue that those were 12 very safe years for Americans.
1: But you know what? And I think it's because... They push so hard. The the the, the left leaning people push so hard that these guys are crazy. These guys are out of their minds. They're gonna nuke you. That people are like, hold on, wait a minute. Maybe they, will. <laughs> maybe I will back down for these idiots. Maybe they are crazy. <laughs> that could yeah. have helped them. I don't know, right? But here's the point. And I don't I don't want to bring Victoria up because she she's not here to defend herself. She's and I and and I'm not gonna bash her, right? But what I am going to say is, she Googled it, right? Remember the show that we talked about this, and I got really heated. She literally Googled our school shooters, terrorists, and it said yes, right? And she and she yelled at me, telling me I didn't know what I talked. You know, I don't know. I'm not the expert in terrorism, but Google <laughs> apparently is, and it compared a mentally ill child to Vladimir
0: Putin. Do You see where I'm going with
1: this,
0: Joe? Yeah. Listen, I I understand what you're saying. I do think, again, like what to what degree a terrorist must you be before you're a terrorist? I think anybody can be a terrorist. I think there's a difference between, and again, listen, I, here's the here's the the big thing for me. I wouldn't call those people terrorists if they weren't being charged with making terroristic threats. It's literally in the charge. That's why, and that's why they're, they're referring to it as that. And I don't know if that's a newer thing that they've done or whatever the case it may is. Be. It's wrong,
1: and they're redefining words. So, and it's very easy. Why? It's very easy. If you follow the breadcrumbs, right? Oh, you said this? Well, now I can label you as a terrorist. To shut down conversation. To shut down dissenting opinions. This is where... there's no other trail that this could lead joe tell me where other trail by you by you saying oh if you say this or if you do this now i get to treat you and call you a terrorist not somebody who has a strong opinion not somebody who's standing up for their own selves but a freaking terrorist that's it's you're shutting down dissent
0: and that's why the word game is so dangerous Go. Well, the, the, the word game would be the people who were saying are terrorists are the ones that have taken it beyond the, the beyond just up there and complaining. My kid wants to be able to smile and the teacher doesn't know what he looks like. And it, what? OK, maybe, maybe. But when you cross the threshold of you start threatening people's lives. It, it, that's that's not good. I there's did, actually like, I, a charge I, listen, on the books for that already.
1: I'm, it's not Sure. Listen,
0: I'm 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 with you as far as look, you, you you not for nothing. If the word racism has has lost any of its luster, it's because everybody's constantly throwing that word out there. Agreed. But that doesn't mean that things that are slightly racist aren't racist, it just means that. It's definitely an overused word, but again, the severity, listen, whether it's a, what do they call them, a a microaggression, or if it's a blatant racist attack, it's the same thing. It's both racism. Trying to figure out the degree of these things. Listen, I don't think parents who go in front of school boards are terrorists. I don't. And I would never call them that. And the Biden administration is not calling them that. Again, we're talking about the people that cross the line and are literally threatening bodily harm.
1: There's already a charge for that, Joe. And what's it's the charge?
0: Disorderly conduct? Assault? Battery? You'd have to do have to there's, actually there's carry a, it out. It's a threat. Battery is actually laying
1: hands. Assault is just a threat. Right, and then you can be charged with disturbing the peace. You can be charged with disorderly conduct. You can be charged with a million other freaking things.
0: Sure, before you get charged
1: with terrorism, slap on the rest. Before you get charged with being well assault, I think they were trying to make an one, e-
0: trying to make an example of somebody, and exactly, exactly, go.
1: exactly, Joe. I'm going to shut down freaking discerning. This, dis- I'm going to shut down. Dissenting opinions. No, you're drawing a line. You a you're just drawing a line the in the
0: you. sand. We're saying you can dissent there's, there's all you want. No, you can. There, no, there is a there line. Need to be one. There, there is. There need to be a new line. There is a line. The line is when you make a threat. Now you're not. A, right. Now you're not a dissenting citizen. Now you're a terrorist making terroristic threats. You're
1: not a terrorist. You're in a citizen who's assaulting another citizen. You're a
0: domestic terrorist.
1: Bullshit. There's no such freaking This is a There's person no who works for man. the
0: government. It's a government person. Yes. That's made up. Trust me. It's not made up. You're government employee, you're, you're literally trying to, uh, d- disturb the functioning of the United States government.
1: So I can be labeled a domestic terrorist because I disagree and want to say no! that. I wonder, I wonder no! why they're going to make up that word. I'm Jimmy, gonna shut down everybody Jimmy, that freaking disagrees with me by calling Jimmy, them a domestic terrorist Jimmy, slash terrorist. Jimmy, that's a is, brilliant Jimmy, that's such a brilliant, oh Jimmy, by the way, tolerant view of the Democratic Party. Jimmy, so if geez, you
0: and I, if you and I hot. ever go to some sort of political rally and <sighs> you start threatening the crowd, no, I just understand. I'm gonna leave you there. I'm gonna just walk away. Right, yes, you should because that would be insane. Now, if you got up and you started offering a different opinion, I'd be like, "Go, oh, yeah, no, Jimmy." There's a difference. Again, the the line is when you start threatening people's lives. Now, this is a different situation. Again, no one is saying that the people who are dissenting. I've seen a lot of them, and they let the people speak at those meetings, and they're nasty, and a lot of them say things that aren't true, and that's fine. You have a right to speak and you get your three it's minutes fine. or your minute 50 or okay. whatever. Again, the difference is if you start making threats on people's lives, just like anybody making a threat in any other situation, yeah, there, there's going to be a problem there. You can't make threats. We don't want to encourage parents or anybody to start making threats. You, you Again, dude, you get the allotted time to speak your mind and say your piece. It can be unpleasant, sure, but at the same time, I, it's, it's not the problem that, that it it would appear to be again. What is there? Like one person was charged with making terroristic threats. It's like one person, two people, maybe again, this is, this is like a fake, this is a, this is a fake outrage situation. You're you're again, you're trying to conflate it to any parent that disagrees with a school board. That's what you guys do. You continue to do it. You're wrong. No one's talking about those people. Stop saying that. A Gen for like 45 minutes one day. You literally just that. said anybody who makes a threat is a terrorist. You literally just said that. I said anybody who makes a threat at a school board is a terrorist. Yes, you're using terroristic methods. You're a so terrorist. Not, Why not, not? So, how am I? I don't understand you haven't made terroristic just threats this Jimmy. one
1: person. Well, you're I'm not, I'm you're saying everybody. You're
0: blinking it to everybody that does one action. Anybody. Yes, right? Jimmy. Yes. If you okay. rape one person, you're a rapist. If you murder one person, you're a murderer. If you if you commit one act of terrorism, do the math. Terrorist.
1: So threatening people is now terrorism. If that's what you were
0: charged with, then that's what the crime okay. is. I'm not and making up the You're charge. telling me
1: there's not been a word shift, and
0: you're telling me you haven't freaking bought into it? It's applying to one or two people, though. Again, you're acting like this is like they're going to start putting us in camps. Oh, boy. They're not. They no, no, really no, no, just Joe, yeah. they not, really just didn't want people, to. Be we're not threatened. talking about one or two people, Joe. We're not talking
1: about one or two people. We're talking about you
0: blanketing everybody who makes a threat. That's what I'm talking about. People who make threats are terrorists. Yes, you're making a terroristic threat. If, you're, if the threat you're making is I'm going to beat you up, well, no, then you're not a terrorist. If you said I'm going to come to your house tonight, Joe, and I'm going to blow it up while you sleep, I would call the cops and say Jimmy's a terrorist. Yes.
1: I mean, by all means, you can say that. You're just wrong. I, <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this one, Joe. I, I think the kids call it receipts, right? Nowadays, where you have credentials. Well, I actually have receipts on terrorism, right? Literal paperwork saying that I am certified in knowledge and all this training
0: on terrorism. And you're wrong on
1: this one, Joe.
0: You're wrong. Jim, whatever the charge you're charged with, if they charge you with domestic terrorism, I don't know what to tell you. It is what maybe. So so am I am I wrong or is that principle wrong? Because I'm not wrong. I'm right. If the charge is terrorism, you're a terrorist. They don't generally charge non-terrorists with terrorism, just like they don't charge non-murderers with murder.
1: Because they changed the definition of terrorism. They're they're changing that word to shut down any freaking dissented home.
0: They're putting more under the umbrella of terrorism.
1: That's right. And you shouldn't. And it's wrong. Because now you're equating a freaking kid, 14-year-old with a mental illness that shot up a school, which is tragic and I wish never happened, to Vladimir fucking Putin who's trying to eliminate an entire country. There's a huge difference, Joe. No,
0: there's not. He's the yes, worst there is. Kind. What is the intent of that He's kid? He's the worst What was kind. the intent of that kid? James, anybody... Anybody who uses the threat of violence to get their way is somebody I think you could call a terrorist. I don't think you need to wear a turban. I don't think you need to be from the Middle East to be a terrorist. I think that anybody... very, very...
1: I'm joking.
0: (laughs) I think anybody who does terroristic things is a terrorist. Again, are they Osama bin Laden? No. Are they Putin? No. Are they Idi Amin? No. It's a spectrum. It's a wide range of you could be a terrorist. All right, cool. So we're going to have a nice terrorist. Cool. Hold on. You know, we'll nice the, like, they we'll like their we'll spectrum. Mediocre terrorists. That makes a lot of friggin'
1: sense, doesn't it? Just say those words out loud, Joe. Go ahead. Jimmy. A minor. Jimmy. A minor,
0: say it. Jimmy. No, no, no. Jimmy. Oh, class A terrorist. That, that would be a like class saying one that.
1: Terrorist. Dude, Go ahead. listen. Say, say There's, that stupidity?
0: Meyer on. Lansky, Al Capone. Like, those were mobsters, right? Jimmy Gambino, that was no mobster. Sammy Gravano, that's no mobster. They shouldn't call those guys mobsters. They weren't classy mob guys like back in the 20s and 30s. Did they run rackets? Did not, they? Not not, not those, those swinging <laughs> nightclubs, you know, where they used to flip the pool table <laughs> over like in the 20s. Those guys were... You know, see what I'm saying? Dude, if... You could no, be I the, don't, because now you're... you could be a low associate, a low associate in the Gambino crime family, or worse, in one of the crime families in like Milwaukee. Like some real low level street hustler. You're a mobster. You're still a mobster. You're not a kingpin. You're not ordering. You're hundred right. percent right. You're, but you're 100% still a mobster, right. and because so again, you're part of that there mob, are, there family, are degrees. Right? No, no, there, there are degrees. You're part of that mob family, right? Yeah. So you're yeah. in the mob, right? But if you're so, an associate, you're not a made man, so you're technically no. Not you're not in the family. You're an associate, made, so you're. But you're still in the
1: family, you're right? Still in but the you're still a mobster. That's right.
0: You are. Well, I don't Even though you're not plan. actually in the mob, you're just an no, no, no. associate they, of the mob.
1: They are. If you're a low-level soldier for the mob, you're still in the mob.
0: You're right, still but if you're not family. a made man, you're not part of the family. And no, again, no, no, no. the word not is a literally, made man. You don't get you're an level of
1: protection that right. they
0: get. But you're still in the family. Do you understand?
1: Like, they're still part of that. You're that protected part by of that the group. family.
0: You're protected by the family, but you're not technically part of it. It's like, that guy in Virginia it's like represent? Ukraine. It's like Ukraine is part of that, Europe what and kind of wants to be in NATO. Part of. And what
1: government was he trying to topple? What government was he trying to put in place? What government sanction was he? What government section was he trying to terrorize? And the, I, I don't understand your, like I don't understand where you're going
0: with the whole mob story. If you're a part of the mob, you're a part of the mob. Well, that's my point. If you're, a point. if you're. you're so right, what but you you don't of? you I'm saying you don't have to be Osama bin Laden to be a terrorist you don't have to be I never Timothy said that in that a day to be a terrorist again i think anybody who again if we're going to argue about what the threshold of terrorism charges are that's i mean that's but the,
1: but we need to and it's important joe this is what but i'm only saying only like it's two very, people very have been important. charged with it, it i don't matter. think it's
0: a big issue I don't think. No, it's a I do, issue.
1: and I I think. It's I think it's issue. less
0: important of an issue than transgendered prisoners getting their sex change on taxpayer dimes. Liz Liz Warren's uh, sweetheart project in 2020 <laughs> like yeah, I, I just to me not it, it isn't affecting enough people that it, it it's that much of an issue. And COVID's over. COVID's over, everyone. I don't know if you guys heard. So well, that's I, great. I I know there's not a lot of time to celebrate
1: the past two weeks. What a bummer.
0: What a right? bummer. We should freaking... have to take off the mask parties and everything. An- another reason to hate Russia. They ruined our COVID's over party. We freaking... can't even have the end of COVID because of Putin. Thanks. Uh,
1: all right. Well, I think that is all the time we have for this week, guys. I truly, truly appreciate you stopping in, listening, and commenting. Uh, speaking your real podcast, I will get you up to speed later. I know you're lost. <laughs> but uh, thank you very much to you guys. Thank you very much to our sponsors. and. For Joe Aguirre, I'm Jim Battisti. We will see you next week.